you want to save money on your trading card purchases, we have a promo link uh, over at 50cards.shop. Enter the promo code at night to get 5% off your order. Hey everybody, welcome to Nexus Tonight, your weekly Vanguard podcast. I'm Atlas. Matt is sick. I'm yeah. Root Beer, and I have a bowl of Magic Spoon cereal because I found it at Target, not a sponsor. I mean, maybe? Business Daddy? Maybe? Because huh? <laughs> <laughs> we like to like buy carts and food and rent and yeah. stuff. That's cool. Uh, but uh, yeah, we're, we're doing a set review of the very fittingly named uh, D Lyrical Booster 3 Summertime Memories, and we're recording this the last day of August as a heat wave has just settled in on the state of California. So it will be close to 100 degrees Fahrenheit for two weeks. Kill and it's actually gotten a bit warmer up here, so the heat wave might actually make it over to us for once. Fuck you. <laughs> it's always the like I saw a picture of like California from space and there's no clouds. Except over San Francisco. Not even that. Like <laughs> it's just like, dude. Yeah, yeah it's gonna it's, be a whole like 80 degrees on Monday. Okay. It's a hundred degrees right now <laughs> at 7 p.m. So yeah, okay, whatever. Uh, those who haven't ha uh, had us do this before, heard us do this before, we go through the, the highest rarity all the way down to the double R's, say the effects, comment on them, and then any commons or rares that interest us. This being a Lyrical Monasterio set, I am letting you take the reins here. So please. Yeah, pretty much. Have at it, sir. It's just me and Matt that are interested in it. Anyways. I'm going to start with Iridescent Palette Hazard. So if you see me looking off screen, that's just because I have this pulled up on my second monitor, a.k.a. my tablet. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, this is for, for you uh, YouTube people. You got someone to look at. Yeah. So this has Axe once per turn, Counterblast 1. Choose up to five normal unit rear guards. Until end of turn, they get power plus 2,000. At the end of battle, this you attack the vanguard, draw a card, put this unit on the bottom of your deck. If you chose three or more rear guard, this unit gets power plus 10,000 until end of turn. Okay. So, everything replaces itself? Yes. Yeah. So this is basically a Spike Brothers card, but it's a yes. bunny girl. Yeah. Also, I guess Chochos were a thing. Everyone thought of Spike Brothers oh, first. That's right, I forgot about Chochos. I think everyone forgot about Chochos because uh, V-Tira was just like a bounce-based card after yeah. they made bouncing not the gimmick for Bermuda, so mm -hmm. that was just like really random, but yes. I think more people thought about Spike Brothers for this card. Yeah, I mean, Spike Brothers have, you know, been a full-fledged clan for mm -hmm. ever, so. I mean, uh, uh, Bermuda. I, no, I'm sure Bermuda saying... are like about as old as Spike's. I think so. I more mean like Chochos haven't been around as long as Spikes. So of course you'd think of it. I don't know. True. I mean the sandwich while we're doing this, because this is... We are very professional. Yep. But, I mean, the ability itself is fine, so the thing with this is that putting cards to the bottom of the deck is part of the effect and not a cost, so you can play this with old, like, ghost cards for Felty Rosa, because a lot of them put themselves into the deck, too. Mm. So what, That's pretty you cool. Can kind of, so you can kind of double dip with that, where they're going to go away anyways, and you can just draw a card. Mm. And 
I don't know if we'll get to it, but there are some other cards designed for Hazarit that, like, put themselves into the deck as well and also have benefits for that. So, like, the ghost cards just put themselves back so that you can drive check them with Felti Rosa, but later on, like, some of the Hazarit support cards will, like, gain benefits for going back in the deck, so those cards can also, like, double dip and draw a card. I can't That's remember... Cool. Yeah, I can't remember if they ever gave anything that, like attacks from the back row or like restands to take advantage of like the well actually no nothing would restand because they all go to the bottom of the deck so yeah i'm not sure if this can make more than three attacks because i can't remember if they put any like back row attackers for this archetype but i do like it like it's a cool gimmick yeah. i didn't really like chochos when they came out because it was so different from what bermuda was doing at that time but Lyrical doesn't have as much of a set identity, so I'm kind of okay with this just being Spike Brothers. Okay. Yeah, but I don't know if all of the support exists to really make this into, like, a full-fledged Spike Brothers combo deck just yet. Mm -hmm. We're very professional. I know every card in this set, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> but also, also, I still hate Lyrical Art. Like, this could have been a sports-themed idol, just saying. Everyone right. immediately drew the connection to Spike Brothers. We could have had, like, a sporty athletic idol instead of just Bunny Girl. Mm -hmm. Sorry, I don't have anything to say about this kind of stuff. This isn't really my... I made a 14-minute long video harping about this. I'm not going into it any further. Continue. <laughs> Am um, I just reading all of these, or are we switching off? No, I just say I should. I, I just say should I to it. Hang on, something's wrong. Can you just keep going? Okay, no problem. Yeah. So this is Grimoire Etoile Lutitia. Uh, so auto Vanguard Circle. When you play a normal order this turn, it gets power plus 5,000. And then auto on Vanguard once per turn. When it attacks a Vanguard, you can Hammer Blast 1. Perform all of the following according to the number of curse play cards in your soul. So if you have two or more, you draw a card, and this unit gets power plus 5,000. If you get four or more at the end of the battle, you can discard a card, stand it, and it gets drive minus 1. So, this is about the same level as, like, other restanders in D format. So, this is very similar to uh, Fortia, where you need to have that requirement of the four orders in your soul. And then it gains 5k for when you play an order. So, it's about the same, like, power-wise. Actually, you can get up to 10k with her own, like, two curse play orders. And then, let me see if I can go and find the play orders for you guys. Uh, that's the cannonball. Thank God for editing. I <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I vaguely remember the name of the orders. I just can't find them. Excuse me. Oh, one of them's a blitz order. Oh. That's why I... That's why I'm having problems with this. So, one of them's a blitz order. So, that one is Anathema Bitter Twinkle. Uh, is it and the other one was Curse Sugar Sparkle. Okay. So yeah, so one of the curse plays is a Blitz Order, so that one's Anathema Bitter Twinkle. Uh, I don't know if Atlas is going to bother looking for but you play it when you have Lutissia as your vanguard, so you can put it in your soul, choose one of your units, it gets power plus 15,000, and you have, if you have four or more curse plays, you can draw a card. And then the other play is a normal order, so that one is uh, same thing, you can only play it if you have vanguard with Lutissia, and then... Uh, you can put it into your soul and soul charge one. Choose up to one card from your soul grade less than or equal to your vanguard. Call it, and it gets power plus 5,000. 
So one of them kind of helps you build the board. The other one is a blitz order that's like defensive. I did not actually realize that one of them was a blitz order when I first saw it. So that's going to be interesting. So I was a little concerned with how this deck was going to get orders into the soul because uh, only the grade one in the ride line searches out any of your orders. And then, you know, you can only play the one order per turn. So I was a little concerned with like, how are you going to get that four? But now... Knowing that the other one is a blitz order, meaning you can play one on your turn, one on your opponent's turn, and then, like, if you manage to keep that up, riding up to your grade three turn, you should be able to get the restand quickly. Okay. And the there orders are both grade ones, so... You, you can, can play like, them early. Yeah. So, th that one seems fine. Uh, this one only got revealed on Tuesday, so no one has really, like, done too much thinking about it yet. Highest... Dreamer Leafla, or the, the one that you were just talking about? Uh, no, the one I was talking about with, like, the play oh. orders. The one after it, Highest Dreamer uh, Lilfa, Leafla. Um, grade 3. Uh, mm -hmm. So, Act on Van, Soul Blast 1, and all of your rear guards, uh, Grade 2 or Greater Rear Guards, get boost until end of turn. And then on Vanguard, at the end of the battle that it attacked, if your back row has 3 or more Grade 2 or Greater... Uh, rear guards, you can counterblast one, choose one each of your front row and back row rear guards and return them to your hand, bounce them. <laughs> uh, if you return two uh, units, call up to one grade three or greater from your hand and call it to rear. So it's you can bounce stuff and then recall yeah. it. See, this is interesting because now I have to try and think of how to make a deck with like no grade ones in it except for perfect guards and the ride line. Mm -hmm. It's a little awkward. I mean, like at least for the Not ride really, line. honestly. You can just do the... Like, ride line is fine. It's just, like, kind of interesting that, like, aside from the PGs, like, this deck probably just doesn't play any grade ones. Because mm -hmm. there's, <laughs> no, there's no real benefit to it, and I don't think they had anything that increases their grade. Mm -hmm. But yeah, this card is, like, fine. I like it. It bounces stuff to hand. I've been wanting that. For a while. Mm-hmm. All right. I think this grade restriction is to just try and make it different from Kyrie, so that the cards themselves are more restricted. So Kyrie does, uh, Kyrie can't as easily like do her thing. I see. Although I think you can still play some of the support cards meant for this in Kyrie. I'm experimenting with that. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I do like this card. The only thing is like none of the cards themselves gain power. I think they're working off the fact that. Since you're going to be playing all grade 2 or greater rear guards anyways, they're just going to have, like, higher base power in your columns than if you had, like, a grade 1, grade 2, like, standard. Yeah, and they're like, that'll be enough. Mm -hmm. We swear. <laughs> hope it, hope uh, nothing goes wrong. Good luck. Yeah. You, know. uh, you are going to have to, like, figure out a ratio between grades, like, 2 and 3 because uh, Lithia only Lilfa only calls grade 3 cards, which is a little bit awkward. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you're going to have to like figure out like what grade 3s to play in the deck. There are like a few good ones that are kind of generic, you know. And obviously, you can also just play Melty because I don't think the deck is super counterblast heavy aside from like the counterblast one that bounce something. That's good. Um they have so many like options in Yeah. in the in the plan. Yes, we do. Well, cuz like, Lyrical is one nation that has to do the job of five. True. The, uh, that's pretty nuts. Yeah, but it does lead to some unintentional synergies. Like, 
the ghost cards be having some synergy with Hazarit. Uh, Lilfa and Kyrie having like overlapping play styles, so you can play both of those cards together. I like that. Mm-hmm. You know, that was my biggest complaint with this set was that like because they're all new ride lines, a lot of the older cards don't feel as useful. Unfortunately, doesn't really go the other way around where like a lot of the older cards that you needed for like the old ride lines aren't compatible with a lot of the new cards in the set, but. I am glad that at least these new ride lines can take advantage of cards that were released in previous sets. Even, like, Lutisia, because you need to have, like, four curse plays as quickly as you can. Like, there are some older cards that... Let's see, what was next? Passionate Devotee Strayed? Shredding? Yep. And now we're just going to interrupt your boss units for a support card for Lif- for Lilfa. Yep, because that's how life works. Yeah. Uh, when this is placed on rearguard circle from your hand, if you have a great through or greater vanguard with Lilfa in her name, uh, it gets 5k, and if it was placed during the main phase, you can soul blast 2 and draw a card. Okay. I mean, solid. Like, yeah. it's an 18k beater, and it uh, you, you can just draw a card. And also, because Lilfa is just playing all grade 2s and 3s, most likely you're going to have, like, 28k column at the very least. Mm-hmm. Uh, Soul Blast 2 is a lot, though. Lilfa has to Soul Blast for the boost ability as well, so Soul might be a problem. You're going to have to like look at ways to keep your Soul topped off. Yeah, I feel like, uh, just in general, trying to get Soul for your whatever uh, deck you are just isn't as easy as it was in like G or even V, because you, you mm-hmm. still had like so many... There were just so more flippant with... Uh, there House is a ghost card or, that puts yeah. itself into soul, and it's a grade three so that like gives something else five k. So that one might be worth okay. looking at. That is nice. Um, yeah. Also, this looks way cooler than it should for such a mm. mundane effect. Yeah. I mean, it's a triple R. It's like a support card. That's true. Um, let's see what's next. We got uh, fondant, fondant, police, uh, Medjiel, uh grade three with thirteen k. Act on van once per turn. You can counterblast two, uh, so this better be good. Reveal the top card of your deck and perform one of the following effects according to the type. If it's a normal unit, put the, uh, put the card into your hand, choose a card from your drop and call its rear, and the called unit uh, gets a crit. Gets a crit, And then if it's a trigger unit, you countercharge one, so it turns out to be counterblast one total. Choose a card from your drop, call it to rear. Um, re- return the reveal card to its original spot. So you like great nature... Yeah, that pretty much is great nature. That's uh... yeah. So I think their logic with the counter blast two is that if it's a normal unit, you do go plus two because you draw a card and call something from drop. So yeah, I think their logic is that like each unit that you gain is going to be a counter blast, mm-hmm. and then if it's a trigger unit, obviously you don't keep the card; you just put it back on top. So it's basically OTT stacking cards, yeah. and then you still get to call something from drop, although it doesn't get the crit in that case. I think they're just assuming you're going to put a critical trigger on top. Mm-hmm. But you probably are. I mean, you don't really, like, depending what the reveal thing is, like, it's not like you mm-hmm. can then manipulate it afterward. It's not like you go two, yeah. then put one on top, one up, or I don't know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, it seems like they're going for the idea that you're going to get this a similar benefit either way. Mm-hmm. So if it's a normal unit, then... You're getting two cards, and they think that's worth two counter blasts. And the called thing gets a crit, so it's equivalent to getting a trigger, although you are missing the power. And if you get the trigger, then since you're not gaining the card, you get one of the counter blasts back. 
and then you still call something from drop. It doesn't get the critical anymore, but you have that trigger on top to kind of make up for it. Yeah, in the case of the normal unit, at least that gets you one step closer to a trigger. Yeah. Uh, so, but again, the thing you called gets like crit plus one, so right. it's similar to having a trigger anyways. So mm -hmm. I like this card, you know, Me compared too. to some of the like great nature stuff that we've had in the past, both of them are... It kind of looks like a lottery, but in effect, both of these skills basically do the same thing. I find it funny that she's holding a panda. <laughs> yeah, that just seems to be her thing, is she's panda-themed. Yeah, well, no, just because it's also, like, gets compared to Great Nature-themed. Mm -hmm. I don't know. One one major thing for Great Nature in general is that we don't really have something that gives itself crits. Uh, you, mm -hmm. have to e you have to either rely on um, on triggers or... There's like a 7k that has to be boosted by something that's 20k or greater, which is like gross. Yeah. Or you can run that uh, rotting, not rotting usurp dragon, but the one where it's like when you play an order, it calls itself from drop and then you can give it a crit for the turn. And it's mm -hmm. like so awkward and clunky. Like so I feel like this... that's on purpose, whereas this just has it baked it. Yeah. Like this part. Uh, like, the lottery aspect does not actually feel like a very relevant part of the skill, because, like, no matter what you hit, you essentially have the same play. Mm -hmm. Which is, get something on board from the drop. Yep. Yeah. Is this how we get Atlas to play a lyrical deck, is to just make yeah. it into great nature? You might. That might be a way to do it. Because <laughs> uh, I don't necessarily play great nature because they're animals. Like, it, I just play them... Because I like the, the I, don't, I don't really know what to say at this point. Yeah, but did you like the lottery play style? Not really, no. <laughs> um, I really didn't. Uh, I skipped that for most of V, actually. Yes. Um, okay. Make and a now, a card that just awakens my primal hatred, because it has a friggin' hashtag in the name. Hashtag make a trend. Kyoka. Oh god, that is the worst. Um... Kill it! Oh yeah, Kill no. I, fire. I, I was at I was at work today, and then someone used uh, hashtag to identify that symbol. I'm like mm -hmm. pound sign, it's number pound sign. Symbol. Now we're on yeah. hashtag. Fuck me. All right, it's a pound symbol. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. So uh, make a trend, Kyoka, grade three, thirteen k. Act on van once per turn. You can soul blast. Choose a grade one. Uh, grade one. To three, declare it. Look at top five cards of your deck. Choose up to one with the declared grade and call it to rare, or choose up to one magazine, which we'll get to in a second. From among them, reveal it, put it into your hands, uh, and shuffle. Or sorry, or so you either get the guy or you get the magazine. Yep. Um, and then on Vanguard, continuous during your turn, if you play a magazine, all of your front rows get uh, plus five k. This card seems really powerful. Also, we should read the magazine because that's extremely relevant for what this deck does. Yes. Uh, pulling that up. What is that? Lyrical Shooting Stars? Yes, I believe this is the only magazine so far. So far. It's weird that it's Lyrical underscore Shooting Star and then a big capital S on the end. Mm -hmm. I'm randomly so, yeah. thinking of a, a Smash Mouth for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Um, play the it, so it, it's a uh, it's an order, normal order. Uh, play this if you have Vanguard with Kyoka in the name. Perform all of the uh, uh, following according to the number of your units. So if you have two or more grade one units, draw two cards, discard something. If you have two or more, 
you choose one of your units and it gets plus 10. And then uh, if you have two or more grade three, you counter charge one. So I don't think this deck has gets too much benefit from like playing a bunch of grade threes. And also it doesn't count. So far it doesn't counter blast very much because Kyoko's a soul blast. But yeah, mm. most likely you're going to get to like draw two, discard one and like give something 10k power, which is already like pretty big. And then she's also giving everything 5k if you played the magazine that turn. And you can just, like, plus one off of, like, her Soul Blast ability calling something. Mm -hmm. And this, and aside from needing the magazine, this is, like, completely generic. So if this is all they ever make for this archetype, I think Kyoka is still insane just because her ability is so generic. You can just splash any good card into her deck. It, it is pretty uh, generic where, like, it, it doesn't, you don't need, like, something with the magazine in the name or need Kyoka in the name, just the number. Nope. That's it. Yeah, it's it's just, like, what grades you have. So, yeah, I think this is insane out of all of the boss units we've seen so far. This is the one where I easily the most flexible. You just make a good stuff pile, and then this card can just work with it. Like, the other ones can kind of do that. That is one of the things I like about the set, is a lot of the cards are, like, fairly generic and can kind of work with anything. But hmm. I think out of all of them, this one is the most just, like, yeah, just, like, make a board and call and gain a bunch of power. And then because the main ability doesn't counterblast in any way, you can just play good cards like uh, Melty that get you card advantage. Hmm. But yeah, I think Kyoko is just insane. That's kind of what we wanted uh, when it came mm -hmm. to standard, where like you had things that were just generic enough where you can like mix things together mm -hmm. without it being too crazy. Um, so yeah. this seems like a step in that direction. And honestly, like the plus five k for playing a magazine is not even strictly necessary once you have things like Persona Ride going. Mm -hmm. During your turn, so if it, that only works for that turn, and this is a normal unit, not a set. Or uh, yeah, a it's a normal order. order. Not a set. Not a set of orders, so it's not so like yeah. you play it and it's there for the turn or whatever. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, you may need to play something to recycle orders. I believe they did add some cards that do that in this set. Mm. But yeah, other than like trying to keep up the magazine order and probably like finding soul, because I believe the rest of the ride line also soul blasts a bunch. Yeah. Um, yeah, we but have I'm not, saying like. like that's like mm -hmm. a way of balancing instead of having it like uh, like a brand gate where it's made on set orders and this isn't. Yeah. Uh, no, actually, the grade two counter blast and the grade one is completely generic. So there you go, then. <laughs> yeah. So act like Kyoko just looks absolutely insane. Like it kind of it kind of looks to be on the same level as Kyrie, where it's just like a really strong effect. And it's generic enough that you can just stuff whatever good cards mm -hmm. are in the set into the deck, and it'll work. Right on. All right. Now for easily, like, the weirdest one, but also yeah. kind of the coolest. Great name. <laughs> First to head towards the dream, Michu. So, she's a robot girl with cannons. Yeah. I like this already. She's angry. Yeah. Uh, so, act if your order zone has all set in it. Uh, Caron Blast 1, draw a card, choose a card from your hand, call it to rear guard circle, or discard it. Okay. And then Cannonball. So, when this unit attacks a vanguard, you can Soul Blast 2 and choose one of your opponent's rear guards and retire it. And then this unit gets power plus 5,000 until end of that battle. 
And then it also is a glitter, just randomly. But it's not part of two nations somehow? Well, no. The partner cards are usually the dual nation cards, although they did not do that for Lyrical. Interesting. Of course, that's all but always what they do for... Uh, Which you think they would, considering this is all... Like, as we go over, like, all the cards for this, like, this just revolves around, like, set orders. Mm -hmm. So, you would Seems think that this would just be half Brandgate, but it isn't. Very surprising. So, yeah, so this one has... So, the cannonball, or all set, is a grade one set order. So, act, if you have Vanguard with Michu in its name, you can rest the card. Soul Charge 1, choose up to one cannonball card from your hand and put it in your order zone. And yes, we also have to look at the cannonball orders. There's only yep. one. That's <clears throat> good, I guess. Um, yeah. Oh, good. There's like yet another page I have to jump to. Yep. And then you still have to click on the actual order. I know. Why couldn't it just take me directly to the actual page? Flower yeah. Cannonball. Yeah, like you could have just taken me directly to Flower Cannonball instead of being weird about it. Yeah. So Flower Cannonball is a grade three set order. So you play it with Counterblast 1. When it's put into the order zone, you draw a card. If you have a grade 3 or greater van or grade 3 or greater card with Michu in its card name, uh, you can put the Cannonball into your drop zone and change all of your Vanguard's Cannonball abilities to when this unit attacks, Soul Blast 2, choose three of your units and they get plus 10,000 power until end of turn. So instead of retiring and giving herself 5,000, you can instead give three of your units a bunch of power instead. I kind of like this idea where you have, you change an ability instead of like adding an ability mm -hmm. and it's tied to this one card that spends itself. Um, yes. Very interesting. And again, I do believe there are some cards that can like retrieve orders from the drop zone. Okay. Makes so, sense. you know, that is something I, I, this is another one where like, because it's so different from everything else, I'm, not entirely sure what to do with this card yet. I haven't done a whole lot of testing, but I really like the idea of this. It's really interesting. And then uh, the, there is also a support card that goes with it, which I think is pretty far down the line with the trip, but it is one of the triple R's, so we'll get to it. Okay. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of uh, the lab girl with the link choker hair. Forgot her name. Mm -hmm. um, uh, Eva. Eva. Yeah, where, where like you have these experiments that are kind of. They're physical cards that that you spend a la the mm -hmm. the flower cannonball thing. Yeah. I just think uh, you don't spend the experiment cards, you just build them up to make Obscudide really big. Oh, okay. So But yeah, I really like this one. Like mm -hmm. firing cannonballs at your opponent is just cool. That is amazing. I think, yeah, I think this is a really like unique and interesting idea. And once we see her like glitter pair card, we're gonna see like even more wacky stuff. <laughs> But that's for later. Okay, so uh, we got adorable shooter uh, Clinfelli. Mm -hmm. So this is a grade two, 10k when placed on rare from hand. If you have a Vanguard with uh, Hesseret in his card name, put a grade two or less from your hand into your soul. Look at top seven, choose up to one grade three with uh, 12k power or less. Grade two, wait, choose a card with. Choose up to one card with less power than standard, basically. Okay. So a grade three with 12k power or less, a grade two with 9k power or less, so, you know, a grade two with less than standard, or a grade one card with 7k power or less. Call it to rear and shelf your deck if you didn't call a draw card. So, so strange. This is, <clears throat> this is very strange. 
Mm-hmm. So, like, Hazaret's thing is just, like, putting things to the bottom of the deck and, like, gaining... And then, like, gaining... Or being able to draw a card. And then, for some reason, they decided the best way to support this is to, like, make a grade 2 that searches for cards with lower than standard power. Which is odd. Yeah, this is just really odd. I don't understand it very much. Like, I like Hazaret herself as, like, a concept. I think it's really cool and has a lot of potential, but, like, I'm not really sure how this card capitalizes on that other than just, like, generic plussing. I don't either. Yeah, um, and also Hazaret doesn't like Soul Blast, so putting a grade 2 or less into your soul doesn't do anything, because you, like, not really needing the soul, and there's nothing that benefits from this. This is just really confusing as, like, a dedicated support card. Like, by name. Mm-hmm. Um, it does say up to one, so, like, you, even yeah. if you see one and you don't want it, just get the free draw. Um, yeah. Which is nice, I guess. Uh, odd that, like, it's... If it wasn't specifically tied to Hasera, you could use this in a lot of stuff. Yeah. Um, I could easily see it, like, you just cram this into, like, mm-hmm. any premium Bermuda Triangle thing just to call whatever the hell you want that's, like, pre... Uh. I mean, the, like, lowered power is, like, a little bit awkward. It can be used to search for, like, older cards. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. This one just confuses me. Like, I don't know why this is what they went with, because that does not seem to be the theme for the... Actually, no, I think it might have been the theme for, like, the ride line. Maybe. It, it is the it is a triple R, so it's got to count for something. Oh, let's see. Grade 3 card from your hand, and then a grade 1 is gets... Uh, no, actually, the ride line does not have anything to do with, like, lower-powered units. Yeah, I have no idea why this card is the way it is. I don't know what to tell you, then. It's incredibly out of left field, especially as a triple R. Mm-hmm. So, moving on! Uh, uh, so we have Immense Aptitude Luray. Uh So, act, rear guard circle once per turn, soul blast one, choose one of your vanguards, gets power plus 5,000. Then it has the powerful ability, oh boy. When it attacks as a vanguard, if your soul has no cards, you can power plus two, give it plus 10,000, and then if you have a grade three or greater vanguard with Herminia, uh, at the e- until end of battle, it performs a drive check. I remember Herm- powerful being kind of a... Like, I mean, Herminia's thing is that, like, if you have no soul, and then for Herminia specifically, if you have no uh, face-up damage, you can, like, discard a card and restand something with the power ability, and then you can reduce the next time you counterblast this turn by one. Okay. So this but, doesn't really help, does it? It just kind of gets in the way, seems yeah. like. Uh, no, because, like, you need to have no, like, counterblast. Although, this is when it attacks. God, powerful is so bad. Kind of reminds me of, uh, like, V-era Royal Paladin, where it's like, if you have no face-up damage, you can blip it. Yeah, I mean, this isn't really that. Like, the whole point of Powerful is, like, dump all your resources. This is just awkward, because it's like, you have to have no face-up damage for Herminia to do her thing. Yeah, so it's at the end, like, her ability is at the end of the battle that she attacked. So, like, I don't know how you're going to, I don't know, like, how you're going to be getting that extra, god, Herminia made no sense. But yeah, this, I mean, as far as Powerful goes, this card is fine, right? Like, it dumps your counter blast to get Herminia's restand. And because you're doing a drive check, you can like make up for the card you have to discard to restand something. Right. So as far as that goes, this card is fine. It's just I think the power 
that powerful as a keyword is still just not very good. In and of itself, it's like you better make those effects matter. You know, none, none of this like oh five k. You need like you need crits. You need restands. Like I mean, this does restand, but like everything. Like they really gotta go balls to the wall if, if the whole point is to spend everything. You know? mm -hmm. um, but uh, about overflow happiness nostria. It's ten uh, k grade two. So when placed on rare, if you have Vanguard with uh, Leticia, uh, look at top three cards, choose up to one card from among them, put it into your soul, put the rest on the bottom. Um, and then auto on rare when it attacks, if your soul has two or more cursed play cards, it's plus 5k until end of that battle. If you have four or more plus cursed play cards, it gets plus 15k instead of plus five. I mean, this card is pretty good, right? Like, it's a way for you to, like, search out your orders and try to put them in your soul. You only look at top three, which is a little like small. If it was like top five, it might be more consistent, but you have eight orders to choose from. So you have a decent chance of hitting with it. Otherwise it's still a soul charge. And like the, one of the play orders calls something out from your soul. So it is still helpful in that way. And then, you know, just being like five plus five or more likely plus 15 is just good. Mm-hmm. I'll take a 25k beater in a deck that already has a restanding Vanguard. Yeah. And then with a booster, you're hitting for 33. Nice. Mm -hmm. Juicy numbers. Good stuff. Yeah. No, this card yeah. is good. I have lost track of where the heck we are. There we it's are. okay. Yeah. So we're on uh, Dearly Flowers. Is Dearly Flowers one. Elise. Yes. So during the battle, this unit attack a grade through your greater Vanguard gets plus 5k. When it's placed on rear guard circle from the drop zone by the ability of your grade three or greater Mediel, uh, it gets red text. At the end of the battle, your vanguard attacks, soul blast one, stand this unit until end of turn. So, you know, if you hit a normal unit, you just call this with a crit and then it restands itself. Dude. This is like, if they had this in Grand Blue, we'd all vomit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean. At least it has the cursed text, so it's not going to be huge when it's hitting you. Right. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't have, like, good answers for, like, the implications of all this, because a lot of it just looks the same to me. And for the yeah. people who are listening to this being like, I don't know much about Bermuda slash Lyrical Monasterio, no, I think or Kindred Spirits, you and I. So. Yeah, but, I mean, this card's just insane, right? Because, like, you call it with Mediel, it gets... If you have a normal unit, it gets a crit. If not, you probably you still have the trigger on top, so you attack with it, you restand and then you know you attack with your vanguard, apply the trigger however you want, and then this just restands and there's another attack. Like this is just really strong. Fun. And all and it only costs a soul blast, and I don't think Mediel soul blasts for anything so far, so like it's, uh, it's just good. Good job. Yeah, and I like the art on this one. Very, very uh, nice, very colors, stuff like that. We didn't really mm -hmm. talk about the art a lot on this show, but like it, it's Vanguard is very good at uh, art for the most yeah, part. Vanguard has nice art. It's just like all the fucking lyrical cards look the same, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like now I'm there's feeling it. Uh, Blue Frontier Archie, and I know it's probably mm -hmm. Arch, but Archie. So I'm just imagining like Archie and Reggie and Jughead and all that. Uh, Great, grade two, 10k, uh, continuous on rear during your turn. If you played a magazine, so if you remember that from earlier, uh, order during this turn, she gets plus 5k. So there's a little bit of boof, boost by itself. And then auto on rear, once per turn, at the end of the battle that your grade three or greater fan guard attacked, 
If you play the magazine order this turn, Counterblast one, Soul Blast one, Stamvis unit. This is probably just going to be huge, right? Yeah, this is. The magazine gives 10k, she gets 5k on her own. Uh, Kyoko gives 5k to the front row. This is just going to be absolutely huge. Yeah, this is like uh, the equivalent of Archie going over to Veronica's house and Veronica's dad's there and he just makes an absolute fool of himself and he's knocking over furniture and priceless jade eggs mm -hmm. and shit because Veronica's rich or whatever. So just that, but as a card. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, this is also another reason why I think Kyoka's just going to be like crazy. She already gets like big, huge numbers and the game is still slow enough that three attacks is fine, but like getting a fourth attack when you're front. When your front row is like already plus 5k probably by default, you can give one of your units another 10k off the magazine, and then this gains even more power on its own. Mm -hmm. Like, you're just going to have a huge restand off of this. Like, Counterblast Soul Blast for a restand for some clans, like, that's worth it. Yeah. No, no I think what it's the format is. Yeah, I think that's very worth it here. It's just like, I think this was one of the reasons why Kyoko is Soul Blast heavy, because you're absolutely just playing four of this, and like, the Counterblast Soul Blast means. You know, you're soul blasting like at least two, probably, if you're using Kyoka's ability. But yeah, this card is just really good. Um, all right. So we have Boisterous High Tension Roxella. Roxanne. So, this is a friend card. So the friend ability, if you have something in the same column, that you, those two units become friends. And then when this unit attacks a Vanguard, if you have three or more other friends, it gets 5k until end of turn. If you have five or more, uh, choose one of your rear guards with the friend ability, not in the same column as this unit, and you may return it to your hand. Okay. So, I mean, this is like it's another thing with the friend ability, so it's fine. But also, uh, one of the problems with friends, if you are playing uh, actual Fortia and not doing a hybrid with like uh, what's a Kyrie or possibly even Lilfa, because I've been thinking of that, mm -hmm. uh, then. You know, this is a way to help Fortia because you need to commit a full board of friends in order for Fortia to be able to restand. So being able to like bounce cards back is a good way to like clear your board and help you not lose as many cards because this meta is full of removal. The only thing is that the bounce ability is very heavily restricted because you need to have five or more friends. And then you have to choose something that has the friend ability and is not just in the friend's state. And then it has to not be in the same column as well. So this is like extremely heavily restricted on what you can actually return to your hand. And it also makes it because there is a grade three that like you can soul last one at the end of battle. If you have three or more other friends, she can return herself to the hand. Like this yeah. doesn't synergize with that because then you don't have like five friends anymore. Or you, like, bounce it back, and then, like, you can't really do the other one. Or you have to, like, bounce back the card behind it, and then you're not really getting the benefit from that. Yeah, that is It's, like, awkward. really awkward how you would have to, like, bounce things. So, I wish... Probably just for balancing, right? Just so, you, like, you can't bounce like, yourself. So you can't... I mean, like, needing five or more things with the friend... Or five or more other friends is already a big restriction, Specifically, something with the friend ability is also a restriction. Like, I just don't see how you can easily loop this card. I think that, like, enough things have been looped before that I don't think they're taking any chances. But yeah, like, this... I like this card in theory because it can do things that friends want, 
which is like protecting the board. But like because of how heavy the restrictions is, you can't actually do it as effectively as I would want to with the current metagame. Right. So I like the friend keyword is still good because it just kind of synergizes with things like Lofa and Kyrie. I think Fortia is still like the worst boss unit for the friend archetype, which is ironic because she's the intended one. But yeah, that is the state of friends. Like mm. I think you can do like a full friend hybrid deck with Kyrie. It's a little like awkward with this, but you can make it work. Good enough for me, I guess. Uh, the funnily enough named Cooling Heart uh, Yukia, Yuika, Yuika, Yuika. Okay, uh, AKA Grade One. Um, so Auto on Rear once per turn when your other unit in the same column as this unit is placed. If your Vanguard is Grade Three or greater, it gets plus five K. If your opponent's turn. Vanguard is Grade Three or greater, it's the curse text. Frank, I keep forgetting about the curse thing. Mm-hmm. Your opponent's Vanguard is great through. Fuck. Okay. And then <laughs> auto on rear. At the end of battle, that this unit boosted a rear guard. Soul Blast one. She's one of your boosted rear guards and return it to hand. I mean, this is just like a generic bounce to hand card. Uh, yeah. I was testing it out in Kyrie just because I'm cur- I'm interested in like trying to give Kyrie more attacks on like grade three, but still being able to bounce things to your hand afterwards. Mm-hmm. So you can like make your aggression, but still protect the board. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure it's the greatest play in the universe, just because, like, it is very soul intensive in that deck. Like, mm-hmm. the Ray 3 Kyrie has the soul blast for her ability. And then you're not doing too much after that, so you can kind of play with this. But yeah. Uh, so far in my testing, this card hasn't really added anything, but I do think it's an interesting one. And again, I'll just always take cards that, like, bounce things to your hand. Uh, being a grade one also means it doesn't really synergize well with Lilfa because she wants like grade two or grade rear guards. Mm-hmm. So I think like Lilfa as a deck just does not play grade ones that don't have the sentinel text on them. Right. I think this is one of those cards where like pick up a playset and just sit on it because eventually yeah. something mermaid shaped will make use of it. Now, I think you can just play it as, like, a way to protect your board. Like, the mm-hmm. meta is very removal-heavy, so just, like, I know this rear guard is important, and I want to keep it, so I'm just going to bounce it back to my hand to protect it. Yeah, it's nice that the bouncing isn't tied to the mm-hmm. curse text. It's just yeah. the, the 5k part. Um, yeah, which, you know, I think once you go for your, like, big plays where your opponent is also at grade 3, like, just being a 13k booster is, like, fine. I think the bouncing the hand is the more important one just because, like, I think Lyrical, aside from, like, the little android girl, does not have a lot of removal itself. So, mm-hmm. barring that, you just kind of have to go for protection. Yeah. Like, I don't know if protect... I might be overvaluing the protection, but, like, I like it for that, and I want to experiment with it in some builds, but... You know, it really just comes down to, like, whether or not you value being able to protect certain rear guards. And in the case of something like Mediel, it might actually just be better off, like, letting it get retired. Yeah. Simple, I think simple is good and stuff Mm -hmm. like this. Like, no reason to agonize over it. Yep. And now for the funny card. Oh, here we go. So, Shy Singing Voice Nokuno. So this is a grade 1 8k. It is the glitter partner for Michu, but it is not dual clan. Put Brantgate on this card, you cowards. Just let him have it. What's the problem? Uh, So when a part is put into your order zone, if you do not have a unit with her name, 
Uh, Soul Blast 1, call it to rear in your back row rear guard circle. If there are two copies, you can only call the one. So basically Maple, but it costs something. Okay. And then, you know, Glitter with Michu. So back row center, at the end of the battle, your vanguard attacked. If your opponent's vanguard is grade 3 or greater, you can counterblast one and discard a card, stand this unit, and then swap position with your vanguard. At the end of the turn, you swap the positions back. That's interesting. So this is really funny, because that means Michu is technically like a restander. Yeah. And it says your soul does not change, so it like... Well, yeah, becomes, yeah you, becomes... this just becomes your vanguard for a battle. Yeah. Unless your opponent is... So if you're playing like Greedon with like the retire combo, they yeah. can't actually get rid of the Michu and then you're just stuck with a grade one. That's really funny. Oh <laughs> my god. That that's like very unlikely to happen. I think uh no, because the cannonball is on attack, so you can't like retire it and also get the actually no, you can retire it and still get the restand. It's just mm. that Michu won't gain any power. That's really funny. Also, because you're like swapping positions, you can like put triggers on this and then like restand it with the trigger and then, effects, and then re and then swap it. Yeah. Nice. Um, this is definitely the most unique restander I think we've seen ever. Yeah, this is like, I, this is just part of why I think Michi is like super cool. Mm. Like, I I really like the cannonball thing, like being able to choose between like making Michu herself stronger or making the rest of your units bigger. So. One of the reasons for the plus 10k would be giving this more power, so when it swings, it's 18k. Yeah. And then, you, you know, you just have, like, an 18k rear guard swinging for one drive, which is about equal to every other restander. Yeah, I mean, like, you do only drop the one card, so it, it's about... All all, uh, all the V restanders, aside from Dote, only discard one. Yeah, Um like some restanders will be like drop two, restand, drive minus one. Yeah. Or, uh, so. Only Dote says that in D. Okay. The rest yeah. of them have like the drive one, but they only discard one. So there you go. That's about equivalent then. Mm -hmm. so. Yeah, no. Like I said, like if if you give it the 10k power and it's like 18k with one drive, that is equivalent to like most of the other restanders. I just imagine. So remember, because this is movement and not like writing specifically uh yep. things like crits transfer over yep so keep that so in yeah mind. if your opponent pgs your meet you you put a crit trigger on this you just have a restanding vanguard with a crit there you go um all right approaching summer uh at at ta i'm guessing the j is silent um but uh grade two 10k when placed on rear by the ability of your grade 3 or greater vanguard, loving that generic. Uh, this unit gets plus 5k to lend a turn. Loving that generic less, but whatever. And then auto on rear when your other rear guard is returned to your hand by your vanguard's ability. She's one of your vanguards, it, it gets plus 5k. This is a double R? Yeah. <sighs> okay, I fine. Mean, this is like funny in Kyrie just because like Kyrie already gives things 10k or 5k when you call them so this is basically just like 10k and then or plus 10k and then like giving your vanguard 5k when your other rear guard is returned to the hand is like not terrible. Mm -hmm. Like Kyrie herself tends to be very small so if you can make especially because the grade 4 doesn't have persona ride so like just making your vanguard bigger is fine. Uh I mean you can kind of use it with Lilfa I think Lilfa can't call her, so it doesn't take advantage of her very well. Like, I wish this was a grade 3, 
just so it worked with both. It seems a little weird that they would make a double R that's based on, like, being called from the hand. Or, actually, you can also use it with Mediel, because it calls from drop, but that's not as good, because it doesn't get the bounce benefit. But yeah, like, the the second one, where, like, if something is returned to your hand by your Vanguard's ability, you would think would be something for Lilfa, but then it's a grade 2, so you can't actually call it off of her ability. So you're never going to get the first one, where she gets 5k herself. Ever so, since really, Matt... this is Kyrie support. <laughs> Ever since Matt pointed out that, like, most of the stuff in D makes a point of plus 5k somewhere, I can't unsee it. Yeah, um, no, that just... I mean, old Vanguard did that too, where everything gets, like, plus 2 or plus 3. Yeah. So... Um... This is just, like, the power-boosted equivalent of that, really. Yeah. For a second, I was like, why is she just, like, a janitor? Then I realized she's cleaning a pool. That makes a yeah. lot more sense. Okay. See, she's Kyrie support. She's cleaning Kyrie's pool. <laughs> just... Fine. <laughs> Fine. Just... You got it. <laughs> Alright, now for a card that I... Another card that I was really interested in. So, favorite one, Flurity. So, she's a grade two. Uh, when your other rear guard is returned to your hand by your grade 3 or greater vanguard's ability, you can counterblast 1, put this unit into soul, draw a card, choose up to 1 grade 3 from your hand, and call it to an open rear guard circle. Okay, even so, I know this is interesting. This is... Yeah. Uh, so, I was primarily interested in this for, like, Kyrie because it gives the grade 3 Kyrie a fourth attack. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, grade 3 Kyrie had a rear guard that could, like, call something, but it was tied to her name specifically, so you couldn't use it with the grade 4. Okay. So this is a way for you to, like, ma- give grade 3 Kyrie more attacks, because, like, you bounce stuff to your hand with this, and then you can, like, put this into your soul, and then call another card, so you can keep making more aggression while you're on grade 3. And even if you're on the grade 4, like, there might be some instances where you might want to strategically, like, bounce a back row... And the front row, you know, call them back, and then you, like, stuff this, call something else from your hand. So your columns are just bigger overall. That, like, extra boost might help you get over the hump and, like, win a game. Mm-hmm. Does this have a application in premium? Because it seems like it does. Mm. I would have to think about that more, but maybe? Because, like, Anjay already just returns, like, as much as you possibly can, because you need to return four to get, like, the force marker and the search. Right. So, most likely, you're going to have your whole board bounced. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you would have to, like, play... You would have to have five rear guards on the board, bounce four with Kai- with uh, Anjay, and then put this into your soul. And for an extra attack, when Anjay already searches out a restander, most likely, this seems like it's too resource-intensive. And you have to, like, set it up. Okay. And then for uh, Heltrauda, you just return your whole board, so this can't even trigger because you can't put it in your soul. Ah. Never mind that. Still need, uh, still need effect, though. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Large flower that dies the night. D-Y-E. Not like, you know, yeah. perishes. Uh Grade 2, 9k. This better be good. Uh, when this card is discarded from hand during your turn, you may put an insult. So, pretty Okay, so we just put... Uh, well, oh god, what was the name of that like Dragon Empire card that does the exact same thing? 
what's it? Todi Garashi or something yeah. like that? 7K? Yeah. Yeah, Togi Garashi. We just printed that in Lyrical as a grade two. Yeah. Not much to say. Keep moving. Um, I mean, I guess this is nice for like neat things that need soul and like discard cards. Mm-hmm. Which actually, uh, Michu, because she has a Soul Blast 2 for both of her Cannonball abilities, so that might actually find an application there. It's always awkward having cards where their exact like job is to be, uh, pardon the pun here, cannon fodder um, <laughs> for things like that, where they have zero other application otherwise. I mean, I mean Overlord has a Probo that whose only job is to be discarded for Dote, and I'm pretty sure that his card is single-handedly making Dote somewhat meta-relevant. Yeah, I mean, also, you run Todigarashi in Overlord. Uh, uh, no, not in the Japanese builds because the promo is just better. Oh, okay. Um, so yeah, it, it's it, it. just I'm not saying it's bad. It just feels odd. That's it. Yeah, it's uh, not bad. It's just one of those like this exists for a very specific purpose. Mm-hmm. Feel, yeah, it, so, it's, it, it's got some mm-hmm. uh, Logan's Run vibes, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, uh, so nice next we have to die. Mm-hmm. Endless Summer Tatum. So it's a grade 1 8k. Uh, if your damage zone has a face-up order card, Soul Blast 1, put a unit card from your hand into your damage zone, and then take an order card from your damage and put it... In. So basically, you can swap out an order from your damage. So this card seems to exist just to like fix a problem that a deck might have, where like since you have decks like the Magazines and like the Curse Plays, or even if you're going all the way back to like Song Orders and mm-hmm. Gems... Like, so if you just have one of your very important orders stuck in the damage zone, this can help swap it out for you. I mean, nothing wrong with doing that and then uh, dressing up as uh, a gigolo and going out and grossing way too much in theaters. <laughs> so, but yeah, this card exists to like fulfill a specific purpose. I feel like because like whether or not you damage an order is so random this probably won't make it in just because there's no consistency with it but like you know it's there to be an option i feel like if it's there it's in like a deck where there's some decks where you just have like the grade two or the grade one lineup just aren't super important mm-hmm. so you just throw this in there as like a two of you're like yeah man yeah this just seems like a tech for like if you just find that you're naturally unlucky and damage all of your orders, then all this card exists to like fix that. Yeah. So if you're Matt, <laughs> or all three of us, we're we're on the on the whole pretty unlucky people when it comes to stuff like this. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, Matt Matt's the poster child. Uh, <laughs> all right, Shutter Shutter Chance uh, Ilsa. So grade one AK. Uh, when the attack this unit boosted hits a vanguard if uh, all steady. Is in your order zone. Look, yeah, five. Cr- is that? Oh, that's an exclamation point. <laughs> I thought. I thought that was just the letter I. All steady. All steady. Sounds like something Ned Flanders would say. Uh, look at five cards from the top of your deck. Choose up to one glitter or set order from one of them. Reveal, put it into your hand, and shuffle. If you reveal the card, put this unit on the bottom of your deck. It is a non-hit, so that's a thing. But like, yeah, you know, this is fine. It just like searches out what you want for the glitter deck. Well, now I gotta uh, look, now I gotta look up all steady because um, yeah, that's the one that yeah that sets up your cannonball orders. Yeah, that's funny that it kind of sort of looks like a, a camera lens. Keep keep it moving. 
Yeah, so Sweltering Heat, Lucrecia. I don't know. I feel, I, I feel her pain. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, Act Soul Blast 1, look at the top card of your deck. This is just an OTT card, but like worse. <laughs> Who is this for? Okay. See, this fine. doesn't even let you put it on top or bottom, so it's just not look. used to like set up Mediel or anything. It's just Soul Blast 1, look at your top. We have a card that already does this when you boost, and that actually does let you put it to the bottom. I mean, what? It, that's fine. And this is a double R. Like, imagine, like, you, you go, you buy a pack just for shits and giggles. We have and, commons uh, in Oracle Think Tank that do, like, more than this. Yeah, but... Hexa Orb has cards that do more than this for the same cost. Whatever, man. Somebody, somebody drew like perspective and colored this in for this effect and yeah, this like, is a double at least let you put it on the top or bottom like this is you're just paying a soul blast to look at the top of your deck yeah i think if they were gonna have it be like look look and do top or bottom it would be what they'd have to do once per turn and they can't do that for whatever reason not sure why but I just imagine you do it, and then you go, wait, I forgot what it was. Soul Blast again. <laughs> See, Globe Magus just lets you do this for free. Yeah. When am I going to get a V Globe Magus Bushiroad? I'm surprised. Uh, have have, uh, have Rupi read the reveals next time. One of them will be V Globe Magus. Um, Please. We're finally getting Cubic Magus in October, so I have to think awesome. about V Magus again. Yes, you'll have to. Meddlesome uh, Wellness Committee, Phyllis. Uh, grade 1, 8K. So, act on rear. Soul Blast 2. Choose one of your Grade 3 or uh, Greater Vanguards with uh, Medjil and its card name. Until end of turn, it gets 5K. Uh, and the cost of its original act, or that unit's original act ability becomes Counter Blast 1. And then also auto on rear when your other unit is placed on rear from drop. This unit gets plus 5k until end of turn, and that's not once per turn. That's second. Take a shot. Drink! <laughs> what, for this to be easily abused? Or... Uh, no, for saying plus 5,000. All right. Goddamn. <laughs> it's not the same without him here, you know? This card is really funny, because in premium, it changes all actability costs. Which oh. means if you stride, if any stride with, like, a weird overpriced act ability can just become counter blast one that would be in, that's incredibly interesting i yeah. could just so, see a deck where you where you like go get people have already thought of there's one chocho card that's like soul blast five return a bunch of your return like five rear guard no this is like soul blast three return like five of your rear guards and then it gains like twenty thousand a crit, and you can draw three cards. So you can turn all of that into one counter blast. That's really funny. Holy shit! I'm trying to find the exact ability. That's so amazing. That's the that's the kind of thing where like when someone pulls it off, and it's like you know what, you earned it. Yeah. Wait. <laughs> Check it, my ass. That's uh... wait. Is it like not a chocho stride? Because it's not in the chocho list. Comment section if you want to fill that in for us, please. Because. Uh... I like I know what the card is. I don't. So th this is for me when I come back later. Yeah, <laughs> no, I need to go find this card now. Okay. Uh, do you want me to just read the next one while you're doing this? Yes. All right. Um, Quiet ambush Musta. It's a eight K grade one. Powerful. Here we go. 
when this unit boosted right through your greater uh, Vandar with Herminia in the card name, if you you have no cards in soul, and all of your front all of your front row units get plus two k until end of turn, then at the end of the battle, put this unit on bottom of your deck and counter charge one. Mm -hmm. So gives you a CC. Yeah. Uh. Uh. When is you okay? So this is how you can actually like counter blast after you like do stuff with Herminia. Okay. But yeah, I'm still trying to find this stride. Like, everyone was talking about this. Do you just... Are, like, is there a Bermuda Discord that you uh, stole from? No, like, no, like, Different Fight was posting about this, because this was oh, one okay. of those, like... But we're just gonna, like... Yeah, we're just gonna, like, pause this for podcast for a bit while I find this card. Magic of editing. Fine. Yeah. Go find it. Uh, Chocho Lively Icon Ilya. Chocho so, Lively Icon Ilya. Yep, so that one has an act. You can Soul Blast 1, choose 5 of your rear guards with Chocho in their card name, put them bottom of the deck, draw 3 cards, it gets 20,000 and a crit. So you can change... So since the like Soul Blast 1 and Return 5 are is all the cost of the act, you can just change that all to Counter Blast 1. So it just becomes Counter Blast 1, draw 3, power plus 20,000, crit plus 1. I don't think it's particularly spicy, just because like Yes, you plus a lot, but Bermuda could already like draw three cards just because it wanted to, That's and like PG plus twenty. Yeah, yeah, and then like plus twenty k in a crit like doesn't do that much, but it is mm. funny that you can do that. It is funny, and also this leaves the door open for like any actability in the future. Yeah, you to know, just be like broken. Yeah. Um. All right, your turn. Okay. okay, favor to you, Lydia. So, uh, when it boosts a grade 3 or greater Vanguard with 40 in his name, you can Soul Blast 2, choose one of your Vanguards, it gets on-hit counter-charge 1. Or, when it hits a Vanguard, counter-charge 1. Does not have the friend ability, by the way. Ugh, guys, you're killing me. <laughs> yeah, uh, one thing about the friend archetype is that there, I believe there's only one actual grade 1 with the friend keyword on it. Okay, so how is that supposed to work exactly? Uh, well, as long as it's in the same unit as another friend card. Oh no, there are three. Okay, so I was wrong. There are three cards with the friend ability on them. Just one of them is a promo. Oh, okay. And then one of them is from the ride line, obviously. I should have right. remembered that one. So yeah, there are technically three grade ones with the friend ability. Just only one of them is, like, good. Hmm. So... There are so many double R's in this set. Holy shit! There are so many everything in this set. We've been we've been yeah. at this for like an hour, and there's two of us. There's not three of us weighing in on these. Mm -hmm. um, all right, Mystica Pellucid Jennifer, um, Grade One, eight K. Uh, if you have mm -hmm. four more units, act on, on rare. If you have four more units, discard a card from your hand. Choose a normal order from your drop, and it gets con continuous. This card can be played from the drop, and when it would be played, uh, be put into your drop after being played, put it on the bottom of your deck instead. To okay, so this was the card There's I was recycle. thinking of that recycled normal orders. Yeah, that's but cool, yeah. yeah, this is really cool. So this is a way for like all of the various order-based cards to recycle their orders. Hmm. So, again, this is a question of, like, is that space to, like, recycle the orders worth it compared to just, like, playing through the deck and, like, going through it normally? So, again, it's just a question of, like, how quickly do you run through your orders? Do you feel like you need the recycle? Do you? 
I mean, it depends, right? Uh, for uh, Lutisia, where all the orders go into soul, you can like bypass the cost of putting it to the bottom of your deck. Mm-hmm. So if let's say you had like soul blasted one of your Let's say you like don't have an order in your hand, so you choose to like soul blast one of your orders, and then you play this, so you can put the order back. Yeah, like that's something you could do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't, I don't necessarily know like why you wanted to do. Oh well, I guess when you play a normal order this turn, it gets like the plus five k. So yeah, you know, if you just wanted that like extra power, you can like soul blast one of your orders and then play it play it, put it back, and kind of bypass the restriction of putting it to the bottom of your deck. Obviously, things like the cannonballs where you have to spend the orders, this is a way to recycle them. Yeah. So this is nice for just being like something that goes in any order-based strategy where if you feel like you need the recycle for whatever reason, you can get it. It does require you to discard something from your hand, so it is a like in practice, it would be the same as if you had played the order from your hand in terms of like hand advantage, although in those cases, you are lo- probably losing some shield value for it. Yeah. But that's just, like, tactical trade-off. Like, would playing this extra order from the drop zone help me win the game? Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, like, something that requires strategy. It's, like, mm-hmm. it's well-designed, I think. Yeah, no, this is a really cool card. I like it. Yeah. Any colored bubbles, Sharon. Uh, mm-hmm. Grade 1, 6K. This better be good. Auto on rare. Uh, when missing it... <laughs> when this unit boosts the Vanguard, <laughs> if you have a Great Theater or Greater Vanguard uh, with Haseret and its card name, gets plus 5k at the end of battle. Then at the end of the battle, uh, you could Soul Blast God. one. What? Oh, right. Plus 5k at the end of battle. Then at the end of the battle, Soul Blast one, choose your back row, middle rear guard, and move it to an open front row. Rear guard. Okay, so let me see if you have a Great three. So this is a way for Haseret to get extra attacks. Yes. And it's like a search target for the grade two. So we have a target. <laughs> we have something with like less power that's like very worth running. Yes. <clears throat> okay. Then good. I, again, like this is the kind of shenanigans where like swapping positions and like getting more draws is like cool. I like Hazaret. I want to play like Bunny Girl Spike Brothers. Go for it. I wish she was actually like sports themed so she we could actually have like a football idol. <laughs> Come on, yeah. Bushy Road. This is so easy. This is easy. So Crystal Clear Sparkle Aura. Uh it's a grade one with six K, so more search targets, I suppose. Uh when the attack this unit boosted hit, retire it, search your deck for any one order card, reveal it, put it into your hand. So it does have to hit, but it searches out any order, and you can. It can sort of synergize with the other grade one we just saw that recycles orders, where like you put it back to the bottom of the deck, and then if this somehow manages to hit something, I guess you could swing into a rear guard too. You can search the order back out. So that's right. cool. That is nice. Like synergy. But yeah, this card is like fine. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I feel like this one doesn't need to be 6k. And it doesn't particularly synergize with anything like Hazaret's doing, so I don't. This feels like they just put less power on it just to put less power on it. Probably. Uh, I also feel bad. So she's sitting on the side of a boat. She's got her phone there. Uh, mm-hmm. I assume the boat is going at like a decent clip. Uh, that phone's getting launched into the ocean if she doesn't keep a hand on it. 
not on a boat. She's just like sitting on like a pool or something like that. Is it? I mean, because like you see, what is that? A whale and a bird. The, and those are just birds flying by. Like it, it just all, looks it's like all she's, birds. Okay, I don't know. It just looks like she's. No, it looks like she's sitting on a ledge, like poolside or something. Yeah. Or that whale is gonna come and steal the phone. <laughs> In the top right, whatever. Uh, cannot win. So I think the next two, it's like those the are two just the heel, heel triggers. Yeah. So the two, the two of us rhyme, two of us flow. Um, so same thing as all the other clans where. Yeah. Uh, One gets like 15k shield if you increase the critical by a non-trigger effect, and the other one is if the attacking unit has attacked two or more times, gets plus 15k. People have been teching in the two crit one because of things like Eva and uh, Buff Sagra, but I haven't seen a whole lot of people going for the restanding one. I feel like too many decks have ways to make extra attacks that don't actually involve restanding. Yeah, it's usually like unit calling that... Uh... Yeah, the only thing is like certain restanding vanguards, but like either the restanding vanguard is so powerful that this doesn't matter, or they're like not good enough for it to matter. Yeah, so once again, this is just like a meta call, right? Pick up your yeah. place that set on it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, so I'm just gonna read another one since that kind of doesn't count. Well, that, the next one is the, the magazine, magazine that we already talked about, and that then... one is Anathema, which I also talked about already. Yeah. So that's pretty much it then. Yep. And so then any other like, commons rares or I don't really want to go in and like read all of the yeah. ride lines even though like okay. we probably could. But yeah. I'm not going to. Don't bother this set's really long. Um Yeah. So I don't know. I feel like uh Spike Row bunnies have like are off to a good start. No, I think all of these archetypes are like really cool. Mm -hmm. So uh, it's hard for me to rank the. I think, like, just from looking at all of the tools she has that that has available and what it does just on its face, Kyoka is the most obviously good. Because the like you have a lot of plussing off of her Soul Blast one, and then the magazine gives you like a whole bunch of like power and card advantage, and you know Kyoka herself gives you like so much power. Mediel is interesting because she has like the restander that can restand with a crit like that can be very strong if played correctly i think your opponent has to be a grade three though for that to do something uh no it just has to be placed by a grade three or greater vanguard so yeah you can just like give it a crit and have it restand so i think mediel has a very strong rear guard kyoka has a lot of really strong stuff hazarit is interesting like having the card that switches positions means that you know you have ways to make extra attacks and gain that advantage and again if you were to combine it with cards that naturally go into the deck themselves and get like gain benefits from it so like the ghost cards can do that uh i think there are some like commons and rares that like synergize with her like that's really good Overall, I just think all of these cars are really well designed. They're like just generic enough that you can like scale them with future support. That I don't think any of them really need like hyper specific support, except for maybe like Lutisia because she needs like the cursed plays, right? Right. And like Michu as well. Like 
if they were to make more cannonballs for her, obviously that would be better. But like, you can kind of build a good stuff deck around her. Like she and her like glitter pairing kind of like work on their own, and then you build the rest of the deck around it. And that seems. Then that's just kind of the thing with all of them. So I think this set is much stronger than like the first couple of lyrical sets where they had these really weird, like hyper specific gimmicks where if you're not directly supporting them, you're like not really doing anything. Like Felty Rosa, I don't think there are a whole lot of ghost cards in this set, so she just gets nothing other than the fact that you now have a ghost PG, which is okay. Uh, well, Lista, you know, everything revolves around her two specific gem orders, so if you're not making things that can support those gem orders, not doing anything. Uh, let's see, what else is there? from so, But uh, Alestiel, she needs, like, the black and white wing cards, but you're probably better off playing, like, black and white wing cards for her rather than trying to make a generic deck, because then why are you playing Alestiel at that point? So, you know, I think this set is just much better designed overall, being, like, fairly generic for most of them. I think, like, they can just scale with future support, or you can build, like, hybrids with things like the friend cards, which I think the friend keyword and mechanic is pretty generic. It's just that, like, Fortia herself happens to be a very weak boss card for them, which kind of sucks for her, but... At the same time, like, at least the rest of her cards are seeing play. Yeah, that's something. And I do like, like, hybridizing, like, the friend stuff with the bouncing to hand stuff. It gives me, like, G-era Harmony vibes. Before Harmony became just the most broken thing. Yeah. So, uh, did you have anything else you wanted to say about the set? Uh, no, I don't think so. Like, I really like the set. I think, like, the cards are really well-designed. They're all pretty strong. There are a lot of really interesting support, and I am in that unfortunate position where, like, all of them kind of interest me, so that means I'm just building, like, every lyrical deck again. (laughs) And it begins, yeah. Yeah, like, I was going to do that for the first lyrical set, too, just for, like, shits and giggles, but, like, I came away from that one only having, like, a couple of them and not really playing them all that much. And then set two, like, I have everything for Fortia. It's just bad. And same thing for, like, Powerful. And long term, neither of those interest me particularly much. I feel like I would stick around for most of these for, like, future support. Right on. You know, I I am most interested in Hasarit, like, weirdly enough. I just like the idea of, like, Bunny Girl Spike Brothers, and I hope we get more cards for her. I'm sure there's like it, it seems like a straightforward enough mechanic where mm-hmm. supporting it directly or indirectly is pretty easy. Yeah, like as long as since we already have that grade one that's like swaps position that addresses the issue of like how do you win games. So at that point, it's just like good stuff pile. Yeah, plus like with her effect, it makes it hit 8k, and then that's like kind of mm-hmm. numbers, and you can work with that. Yep. Um, so comment section, what do you think? Uh, at Nexus, or like, you know, what uh, what deck are you going to build? What do you think want the set? All that good stuff. At Nexus at night on Twitter, Instagram, or just sound off in the comments, leave a like, tell a friend, subscribe, helps the channel. Patreon.com slash Nexus at night. Uh, you get a whole ass bonus show every week with the three of us, sometimes with a guest. Um, merch, play mats, that's all in the description slash show notes. Uh, you can find Matt on Twitter, 
<laughs> at, at Wiggums. Two G's, two Z's. Yeah. Doesn't <laughs> you can sound find right, me it's not him. Uh, you can find me at Plasma Eclipse. Uh, find me at Atlas Novak on Twitter or Instagram, or you can follow my other podcast at Generation Dan on Twitter or at Generation underscore Dan on Instagram. Uh, both of these come out on the same day now, so both Nexus at Night and Generation Dan come out on Thursdays. Go find it if you are like a huge Atlas Novak fan, and I'm sure to have the other two uh, on the show at some point because it's always a good time because we've had mm-hmm. Dino, my co-host, on Tangents before, and it was fun. So, um, yeah, thanks, everybody, for listening. And until next time, I was Atlas. I'm Matt. And I'm Root Beer. And have a good night. Because I've been, like, looking over at this while also having to, like, occasionally look back on the screen. Oof, I'm sorry. And have a good night.